Scarce do we guess the things on earth, and what is within our grasp we find with difficulty. But when things are in heaven, who can search them out? Where but the book of wisdom would we find things summarized so succinctly, so well? Because this line explains what the gospel and figuring out what it's talking about has been like to me all week. What is within our grasp we find only with difficulty. And so I had to consult the big guns to figure out what was going on. The church fathers to make any sense of it. And luckily Pope St. Gregory the Great came to my rescue. More on that later. So let's start by looking at the middle of today's gospel, because why start at the beginning? That's no fun. Let's start in the middle. They're more, it's just more fun that way. And so Jesus assumes that we all know how to build a tower today. And he reminds us that if we were to build a tower, first thing we'd do is we'd make a plan. We'd look at how much material we need, how we'd put this tower together. All those things. If we were to just wing it, Jesus tells us that not only are we going to end up with a half-built tower, but then all our friends will laugh at us. And, well, that's a pretty good reason not to do it. Now, this is a great story to begin an engineering class or an architecture class with, but it leaves me wondering, what in the world does it have to do with my faith? And this is where Pope St. Gregory came in, and he kind of unlocked this gospel for me by explaining that building the tower is a metaphor. It's a metaphor for gaining eternal life. And so, if we wish to attain eternal life, it would be a very good idea to sit down and take some time to calculate what's going to be required of us. We may be required to leave our family and our friends behind, sometimes spiritually or even physically at times, if they do not wish to join us in this path of following Christ. In this way, we could even be understood to be hating them, as Jesus said we will have to do. Another way to think of this is, think of an athlete when they're training. They punish themselves. I mean, think about it. Running, that's punishment. But they punish themselves in the pursuit of this athletic skill, of this excellence, of this greatness that they desire. And you can almost see it as hating themselves. But it's only because they have this greater goal, this goal of excellence, this goal of being the best at what they're doing. And in a very similar way, We all have this great and amazing goal, this greatest good that we are all pursuing. And that good is named Jesus Christ. And so sometimes this entails sacrifice. Sometimes this requires us to leave some things behind. But as we sit and count the costs and the sacrifices that are going to be necessary, the things that we are going to have to do to get to heaven, we will struggle to grasp and understand everything. After all, we're trying to get to heaven and none of us have been there. So how can we know exactly what we have to do? 
It's when we recognize that, when we recognize that it's well beyond our grasp even to figure out what we're going to have to do, that we can take the most important step of them all. We can ask for Jesus Christ, the master builder who created the entire universe, to help us. He can help us to see what it is we need to do to build our tower, to gain eternal life. We can also ask the saints to help us with this because they're in heaven and they have trod this path before. They know what is needed. In many of the same ways, this story with the advancing army can be understood. It, it can be understood to represent that moment of divine judgment at the end of our lives. So from a first century military standpoint, I don't know much about a 21st century military standpoint, so I'm just going to put that caveat in there. So from a first century military standpoint, it's a better option to surrender to an opposing army when they're far away, because this way the inferior army avoids any unnecessary bloodshed, and hopefully the other guy doesn't realize that they're that much inferior and will give them better peace terms. What Jesus is trying to demonstrate, though, is that surrendering our will to God's, it's better to do that early. Luckily for us, God is not a military commander. He's not going to punish us or cause us these awful peace terms that someone might. Instead, our God assists us. He helps us to follow him better. So instead of being this thing where we have these two opposing armies, one of 10,000 and one of 20,000, we become one, united with God, one force of 30,000. Brothers and sisters, today the gospel calls us to take stock of what we need to do to enter heaven. Today the gospel calls us to recognize that the only way we can do this is by surrendering our wills to Jesus Christ and by following him every day of our lives. Yes, Jesus is making a radical demand of each of us in today's gospel. But if you think about it, it's also coming with that radical promise God has made us. That if we follow him at the end of our life, we will join him in heaven with all the saints.